Hi, this is John Waters, and you're listening to Two True Freaks. Keep on listening, or I'll have you killed. saw the first Purge movie called The Purge in the Dollar Theater. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked it. Maybe it's because I only paid a dollar. It could be. And it's it's two fifty, so we're only really paying about double price at this one. But, uh, you know, that's what's good. That's why there's a Purge too, though, because uh, this, this director apparently knows how to make him on the cheap and, and make a good chunk of money because I guess this one beat... Uh, Planes in the friggin' Cameron Diaz sex tape movie or whatever the hell I've been reading about that. Yeah, that doesn't seem too hard. No, no, not a real, not a real competitive movie weekend, obviously. But I don't know. The kids stuff usually brings in the bank, uh, but Planes being as lame as it <laughs> it looks in the trailers I've right. seen, it, it may not exactly have the draw. Of, I think they're running out of ideas over there at Pixar. Well, this movie definitely looks like it has action. And, I mean, the first movie had its faults, for sure. Yeah. There were definite problems with it. There was a cheesy 80s robot and stuff like that. But it was kind of a fun, like, low-budget John Carpenter meets Twilight Zone sort of thing. It had Cersei in it. Yeah, yeah, it had a little more recognizable cast in the first one. Well, this one, this one, that one sort of set up the world of where you have one day a year where the laws are suspended, and it was all contained within a house, basically, and maybe just the immediate area outside the house. Yeah. 
and uh, this one goes right into downtown LA. Yeah. Which so. is what you really wanted to see in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think they showed us some little news clips and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is uh, down and dirty. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes, and uh, we'll see you guys. We'll be at Five Guys afterwards. <laughs> you rolling? All right, we're rolling. We're in Five Guys. Waiting our burgers to purge our hunger. Listening to... The, I know the New Jersey people pe- are going to hate me, but the overrated Bruce Springsteen <laughs> as he desperately tries to be Bob Dylan. <laughs> and his no song comment. that was done much better by Manfred Man's Earth Band. <laughs> but not as overplayed, I have to say, having had to play the Manfred Man version too many times. That's the only version they play. Yeah. I'm not saying this is a bad song. I'm just saying... The guy's overrated. <laughs> anyway, now that we've pissed off New Jersey. Um, Bird, Anarchy. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. Uh, a couple problems with the shaking cam got a little too much for me. Which I thought he used a little better in the claustrophobic areas, you know, the setting of the first movie, but... A lot of good action, a lot of good call-outs. To, you know, you just got a good '80s action movie vibe from from both pictures, and music-wise, you know the tropes they use. We got a little road warrior. There's some really great road warrior-ish shots in this. I mean, it gets all the '80s mm-hmm. chase movies. There's a road warrior. There's the warriors. Yeah, definitely warriors um, vibe. Yep. I mean, John Carpenter's. Fingerprints are all over this movie from that synthy um, soundtrack to the just brutal non-stop chase aspect of it. But um, oh god, there's uh, we were discussing there's um, they live elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, basically just anything. Um, Escape from New York, big time. And I guess Escape from L.A. since it is L.A. Except no surfing. Yeah. No, but there were skateboards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like some of his, uh, I like his visual style. Or some of the low shots he picks. And some of his camera choices are definitely, well, not unique, but definitely interesting. Well, he goes with that gritty. This is the same director and writer as the last Purge movie. Mm-hmm. Basically, sort of remade the movie thematically. He's got a lot of say, the same same themes. It takes it a little further. Um, I wasn't digging it at the beginning. I was like, I was thinking the characters were like way broad. Yeah. And then they had the revolutionary guy on the internet who was sort of like a parody of revolutionary guys on the internet. He's the guy who played uh, Omar Little for you Wire fans out there. And chalky white for you Boardwalk Empire fans. And I mean, I seriously, through most of the movie, kind of hated that couple. The self-absorbed couple. That yeah. That well, there wasn't really much to latch on to as far as, you know, it's a very old trope, you know. Yeah. Divorcing couple, basically, who, you know, who work their problems out because of extreme action and tragedy going on around there. Yeah, but... They're just assholes, I thought. Yeah. That, A, 
when the purge is about to start, you don't m mess around. They were messing around. No, we were like, we got like 30 minutes to get home, and, and of course their car breaks down. That, that's an old horror movie trope too, but, you know. And they were just generally unprepared, self-absorbed, and did the whole thing like, when the action was going down, instead of sort of sticking with what was going on, and obviously there's somebody there who knows what they're doing, they would do things like scream and go, what are we supposed to do? Or, yeah. Well, blah, 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 blah. Which is also kind of a movie stereotype. You right. have to have the hysterical person that screws it up for the group. I wanted them to die because yeah. they were messing up an otherwise, you know, movie with characters that were plot reasonable. And, yeah, um, yeah. That's us. All right. All right. We'll be right back with Burger. Here's the brown bag full of fries. The fries are quite back. I wish you could smell what I'm smelling. <laughs> but so far, man, this summer has been a great movie summer. Yeah. They've just been pumping out good movies, good genre movies. And, you know, I we went to the Dollar Cinema to see the first Purge, and I considered, you know, maybe... Waiting till this one rolls over there, but this is a director I want to support in a way. You know, I mean, he's he's up and coming, and he obviously is a. The studios are going to love him because he's proving that he can do stuff very, very inexpensively and still make profitable movies. They like these days, and um, well, he's not making Oscar winners, but he's making genre movies. (laughs) he's found his little niche, and he's doing something fresh with it. You know, fresh in a way, but also, you know, paying tribute, but... Well, it's fresh in as much as there's not not people making movies. There have been crappy horror, like, literally crappy horror movies and low-budget horror movies or ones that are meant to go out on a date or whatever. And this is like a matinee. This is a matinee horror dystopian future movie, but it's got enough brains in it and yeah. twist in it to keep it interesting. Yeah, and being, you know, the shameless it's, liberal that I am, I always love a good political messenger. It's the 1% versus the 99% and all that. Well, that seems to be a popular theme these days, yeah. I just watched um, Snowpiercer, which had another 1% theme. And um, basically almost the same story as Elysium. Yeah. And this had a little more savage <laughs> take on the 1%. And I'm surprised this one didn't go there because we were talking about it on the way out and it didn't have an R rating. I didn't think we heard the F word too much in it, but it really didn't need an R rating. There was a little blood splatter and stuff. With CGI blood, which I want to add again right now, is that I'll take a squib any day over CGI blood. Still don't like it. It wasn't too obvious, but it wasn't, yeah. Um, I don't know. It definitely could have been more violent. I don't think it needed to be, but um, they did a lot of it in silhouette, lots of stabbing and yeah. stabby, stabby, stabbingness in, in silhouette. Um, 
I don't know. I felt tension from the second one <laughs> to the to the end. Yeah, yeah, and he does do that well. I, I like even that about when the first I wasn't one like too. The, Even when I wasn't liking the the characters, I was tense. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to talk about it without giving much away. But I don't really want to give much away with it because giving away anything would kind of ruin. Yeah, there are a few little neater twists in this one that, you know, and how they handle the whole political message is, is kind of cool. So, you know, we'll try to keep this one spoiler-free. Well, they also keep that... It's sort of a remake. It's almost like the Evil Dead 2, yeah. Dead by Dawn, where he has the same sort of themes. Well, I was kind of looking at it. This is basically a bigger... You know, this could have been happening at the same time as the first oh, yeah. movie. Oh, sure. Basically, just a bigger view on the universe. But a lot of his messages. But at the same time, he um, definitely progresses the storyline. The purge is the purge is definitely evolving. Mm -hmm. When I say the purge, not as the movies, but as the thing in the movies, is definitely changing in a direction that. In, Hindsight is about the natural. <laughs> you, I, I never thought of that, but yeah. Well, because that's it's becoming like, into, you know, they're tying it into, you know, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say it gets a very spiritual, religious side to it, you know, mm -hmm. for some people. You know, well, there's a conspiracy theory sort of mm -hmm. attached to it, too, by the end. That totally makes sense. Which, yeah, as in all good science fiction, you can watch something and oh my think, God, wow, this should really happen. Ah, uh, yes. That's pretty good. It's so been good. a while since uh, Five Guys. I haven't eaten Five Guys in a while. No. Well, I don't know if I have much more to say. I want to yeah, know this meal. Yeah, some serious meat to tear into here. I definitely would... Um, would recommend this movie and, and you definitely you don't even have to have seen the first purge which might not be like everybody's cup of tea but this one if you're into gritty action movies this is no going with on. a little bit of a brain to it yep. this is good you might have to sit through the first half hour a little weak character development a little sketchy acting but I don't think it was so going. much weak character development as weak characters weak that characters. that one couple was really Really cooker, cookie cutter. Yeah. But, but um, the main guy, Frank Grillo, in it is really good. He plays the perfect... Oh, my God, there's lots of... Yeah, he's got a Mad Max car in it. Oh, uh, Death Wish all the way through it, too. Oh, obviously. Death Wish 2, yes. Death Wish, Death Wish 2, Death Wish 3. <coughs> he's definitely... Um, yeah. Even like the main villain was like the perfect psycho seventies villain in a way. Anyway, uh, Burger awaits and is getting cold, so I'm done. I'm out. Me too. <laughs> Later.
If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com. 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search 2TrueFreaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number 2. You can find 2TrueFreaks on Facebook. Just search for 2TrueFreaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about 2TrueFreaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.